Hi everybody, welcome to Consume Content. As we, um, you know, what? it's where we help you consume content. Yes, that, that is exactly what we do. And if you're thinking to yourself, God, I hate that name. We do too. <laughs> I don't hate it. I came up with it. Yeah, it's but... an okay name. Yeah, but I gave the okay, so I feel just as responsible. It's just a thing we were doing. I know. <laughs> it's okay. We're both to blame. We're both victims. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll rebrand when we have a better name, you know, when we have something better in mind, but so far we don't. Well, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're queer. We're going to help you find some shit to watch. It's okay, Josh. Not queer. I don't know what that means anymore. What do you mean? I don't know what if that anything, means anymore. If anything, over time, it's become better defined. Okay, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna since since we have it, I'm gonna test out the new, the new desktop oh, no. background, and I'm gonna Google it. Right? Queer. I can't see the background. This I know me. you. I know you can't see it, but it's not for you. It's for the for the audience. Right? This Queer. Is, it's, yeah, it's just my little surprise later. Why is it phonetically spelled K-W-I with an arrow tip R whatever? Because that's how you phonetically spell it. That's I've the never sound. Seen Queer. That, I've never seen that letter before. Deviating from what is expected or normal. Strange. Odd or unconventional. As in behavior. Eccentric. Of a questionable nature or character. Suspicious. Did you go to Urban Dictionary? Go to no. Urban Dictionary. Oh, Urban Dictionary? Okay. So, Urban Definition. Queer. Commonly used in poker. <laughs> <laughs> to refer to a hand that is one card short of a straight. <laughs> All right. Queer, originally prerogative pejorative of for gay now being reclaimed by some gay men lesbians bisexuals and transgendered persons as a self-affirming umbrella term caution still extremely offensive when used as an epithet 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 <laughs> okay okay so it's it's broader now originally meant to describe something as unusual or strange became a derogatory word to describe homosexuals more recently, it has been reclaimed by non-heterosexuals as a word used to describe themselves. Queer can now be used to describe homosexuals, bisexuals, and transgendered people. In scholarly studies, the word queer is also used to describe those who practice unconventional sex, e.g. bondage, etc. Therefore, even heterosexuals can sometimes be defined as queer. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. I should have said, welcome to school. <laughs> We're back at school. We're back at school. Well, don't come at me with these big words that I don't understand. Queer is not a big word. <laughs> it's a loaded word. Anyway, it's all right. Uh, says Just like here, those loaded tacos. Hold on, let me go back to this. It says, get the queer mug. What's the queer mug? Just, you're Stop. You're going, <laughs> this isn't going to take you anywhere. <laughs> There's no point to this. What do you mean? You queer- know... Queer mug. It's for thirty two ninety five. I can have a mug that has the definition of queer on it. That's highway robbery. I think it is. Oh, okay. There's a mug that also says sasshole. For thirty two ninety five. Yeah. That that might be appropriate. That might be appropriate. Yeah. 
Okay. Anyway, going back to today's episode, what are we talking about, Matt? This is my episode. You can't take it from me. I'm not taking it from you. I'm asking you, what are we talking about? This is your episode. We're queer. We're going. Well, we're we're going in a bad direction. Are we? Stop. Well, yes, because we're almost making it a. We're making it sound like that's something offensive, which is not. It's not offensive. Stop. Right. Stop doing that to me, Josh. I'm not doing anything. I know. It's my fault. I did say we can take the podcast in whatever direction we felt was best, <laughs> so that we would be passionate and more interesting. I didn't think you I... turned this around on me. I guess I'm just passionate about messing with Josh. You are. Yeah. You are. Why is there a tripod behind you? Because I was using it. Oh, Josh, this is your bedroom. Stop <laughs> it. This is not my bedroom. This is a tent. You, oh, that's right. It used to be your bedroom. It used to be my bedroom. Not anymore. Okay, there was a there was a camera on that tripod, and I used it to film stuff. We're losing listeners by the second. We need to get to the point. Okay, yeah, what's the point? No, you're Matt. supposed to get angry because <laughs> you were trying to get me on point. We're going to talk about Moonfall. Moonfall. I have not you seen You ever it. feel like howling at night? You ever feeling a little hairy? Yes. You ever feel murderous? No. You ever feel like something in the darkness calls to you? This movie has nothing to do with that except the moon. Okay. Yeah. So do you... Because the moon is falling. Today we'll be discussing Moonfall, available on... Uh-huh. I don't actually know. Yeah. Where is it? Um, I think it's on Netflix, actually. I saw this... Did I... Moonfall streaming. I don't think I saw this in theaters. I wanted to. It's on HBO Max, apparently. It says... HBO, mm. okay. yeah, it's on Netflix, and then oh, it is on Netflix. Yeah, it says there's an article on Decider. Is Moonfall on HBO Max or Netflix? Why is this an article? Doesn't it's, matter. Decider is a website that I use to look up like what streaming service okay. a movie is on. It it's useful actually. So, a quick okay. tip for you: what? a content tip. Content tip. Okay. I should come uh, up with a button for that. Let me write that down. Go on. God, Josh. Actually, no, I love that. I love that about you. You keep content, being you, Josh. Content tip. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I watched it recently again. I watched it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was a movie came out last year. I will say it's awful. It's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but it's, it's got Patrick it's a, Wilson. Right? It does. Mm-hmm. I love and that. And he's guy. not fighting ghosts this time. He's, he's not fighting, fighting the moon. And he's not trying to conquer the ocean. That's correct. He's not. <laughs> Forgot I about that. that guy. Love that guy. Love that guy. Yeah, I liked him. I, I like the actor. I think he, he's great. He's done a bunch of goofy things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love him all the much more for it. He did this movie, and it's on Netflix. And if you want to, if you feel passionate about it as well, and you want to talk to us about it, we have a Discord server. You can mm-hmm. jump in and chat with us and give us your opinions and argue with us. Please argue with us. Please I'd argue with it. us. Please. I can tell you why you're wrong. 
I can tell you why Moonfall is actually good, even though I previously said it was bad and you were agreeing with me. It's a paradox. Either way, you can't agree and disagree with me. Would you say it's corny? Yeah, it was pretty corny. It's like one of those corny movies where it's not trying to be corny, but it obviously is. Mm -hmm. It was... It's a big. It's a pretty big budget film. I mean, Roland Emmerich mm-hmm. directed it. That's the man's name. But he makes these disaster movies, right? That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. He's known for for those. Mm-hmm. But a few of them, you know, once he's he's done middling ones, but a few of them kind of stand up a little higher. Yeah. He the Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow. That is true. Uh, twenty twelve. Yeah. 2012 is pretty similarly compared to Moonfall, I'd say. Uh, the Patriot. Oh, man, The Patriot. He did The Patriot? Yeah. That's okay. That's Directed crazy. by Roland Emmerich, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love me uh, this a guy classic. Doesn't, he doesn't look what I Mel thought Gibson. he would look like. He looks exactly what I thought he would look like. I did, I did not think he'd be skinny for some reason. He thought, oh, I see. The name Roland. Yeah. I Look, he looks younger, and he's he's not a young guy anymore, he right? Looks, he looks like an old young guy. He looks like a Wish.com James Cameron. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I can totally see that. But, you know, that's not to make him look or make him sound anywhere. Oh, these are much better photos of him. All right when he did Anonymous in two thousand, he did a lot Anonymous in two thousand eleven. He's done a lot, yeah. Yeah, there's some better name, photos of him. He's a pretty big name, but mm-hmm. he did this movie, and I think I missed it in theaters, even though I wanted to. Yep. But I saw it when it came out. There's a photo of him streaming. with Mel Gibson on the Patriot. Yeah, yep. that that that's him. He looks old then too. He's just like a skinny old dude who's always looked old. I think. I don't know. That that's how he came out the womb. I guess so. Oh, he wrote Godzilla. Yeah. Well, I think okay. he directed it too. I think he did too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god. The Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Yeah. Oh my god. That's right. him. I have to let this What? Hold on a second. I have to let this cat out. I'm trying to talk about the moon and Josh is getting distracted. By cats and Roland Emmerich. Oh my god. What if he directed you... what? Oh, no. Hold on a second. Oh, he oh, no. wrote? You son of a bitch. This bastard. What? You gotta be kidding me. No. He wrote. I think he's. it says he's uncredited. No, no, no. Based on film by uncredited, right? It says here he wrote 213, of Stargate, 213 episodes of Stargate SG-1, 99 episodes of Stargate Atlantis, and 40 episodes of Stargate Universe. This son of a bitch. Yeah, he, he directed <sighs> and co-wrote Stargate. That fucker. The original. That fucker. Fucker, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was shitting on him. He's the guy. He's the guy. I didn't know that. Every, okay. You know what? What's he up? looks like an older Taika Waititi. 
Taika Waititi looks like an older Taika Waititi, but it's I can I can sort of see. He looks like of, a whiter Taika Waititi. He, he sort of does. He sort of has that same build, I think. Jesus Christ! I didn't know he did Stargate. This he is bastard. Stargate. That son of a bitch! I grew up on Stargate. I I know. It doesn't it hurt? It does. It it's. Anyway. If he made Stargate, why did he make Moonfall? And why did he make these other terrible movies? Hey, we haven't gotten there yet. We don't know that Moonfall is terrible because we have me saying it's both good and bad. <sighs> Josh, what if uh-huh. tomorrow mm-hmm. I called you up and mm-hmm. I said, Josh, mm-hmm. the moon, it's falling out of orbit. I would go like by like how much? By like an oh shit amount. Oh, I don't know how I would react to that kind of news. <laughs> That's Armageddon level news. The moon is falling. Exactly. Oh my god. I uh, I don't know how much to give away I've, because we're not a spoiler podcast. We're not. Yeah, we're not a spoiler podcast. We could be if we wanted to. But no, stop it. The moon is falling. Hence the name Moonfall. That's yeah. <laughs> That's God. the main idea. Uh-huh. Christ. And you know, you kind of you can you've seen we we we've all seen different sides of that coin, mm-hmm. the Armageddon like sci-fi space kind of movie. We've yeah. seen Armageddon. Yes. Which yes. is kind of halfway serious. We've mm-hmm. seen what was that other one with? Uh, what Deep was the Impact. one? Yeah, Deep Impact. Deep Impact. The, the non Armageddon movie. The non Armageddon Armageddon. Yeah. Which I've never. Which seen. Which was yeah. more serious. Hmm? But that's kind of where we land here. That Moonfall is like. It it's almost like they kind of worked. They tweaked the formula a little bit, and they're like, "What if we got a big, huge disaster? Like the moon is falling." But in this story we're telling, there's a reason for all the ridiculousness because it's happening so fast. Mm -hmm. There is, you know, it kind of just gives you that organic plot to let you be like driving cars through like earthquake riddled streets, like jumping over giant gaps because the moon is affecting gravity. Like, yeah you're being pulled by the moon's gravity and you're so you're doing like x games kind of stuff mm-hmm. i that's that's kind of where we land here it patrick wilson a failed mm-hmm. astronaut uh-huh is just on a mission to save his son and eventually save the world god damn it I should say disgraced, disgraced astronaut Patrick Wilson. So it, did he never make it to space, or has no? He, been he to was space? in space. He was in space. How does he? The mo- how is he disgraced? The, well, the movie starts actually with him mm-hmm. on a mission with Halle Berry. Yeah, and uh, there's another astronaut, but they're in space, uh-huh. and he's an at that point a celebrated astronaut. Yeah, he's. I don't know if he's been an astronaut for a long time but he's on this mission he was mm-hmm. the the mission commander and they're just doing their regular business cracking jokes as astronauts do yes. and then something goes wrong uh-huh basically uh 
some some bad stuff goes down and he almost kind of gets blamed for it mm-hmm. it's something crazy happens and it's so unbelievable that the government kind of sweeps it under the rug and uh-huh. kind of just blames it on patrick wilson okay that makes sense so i don't want to give away more than that but so far very plausible very believable. the movie cuts to like 10 years later mm-hmm. and he's living in la mm-hmm. uh divorced i think he's struggling to pay bills mm-hmm. he's just doing little appearances like at the griffith observatory as mm-hmm. a former astronaut just little gig for like elementary school kids like just yeah. little gigs mm-hmm. and yeah and then the story it picks up very quickly soon after that it's like oh mm-hmm. well he may be a disgraced astronaut but god damn it we just need any astronaut <laughs> We just need any astronaut. We need any. Okay, so it, he did. So Roland Emmerich also did 2012. That, God that, damn, you're still that came out in, All right, in no, 2000. I, I want to talk about it. I, no, lo- because, I yeah. honestly, I love 2012. Yeah, because what, what you just described ridiculous. to me is just like sounds exactly like the beginning of 2012. <laughs> no, it's. That's the story of a book, of a novel writer. Yeah, of a novel writer who's also, like, divorced in yeah. a sunny place, who, presumably L.A., right? Trying to fix his relationship yeah. with his son. Has another job, like, as, like, a limo driver to get yeah. by because he's struggling to pay the bills. Okay, but at least in that case, it was... Uh-huh. Who was that? It was... Uh... Oh, I'm blanking on the name. It was John Cusack. And John then, Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack played played it, that one. It was him mm-hmm. just happening to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And Chiwetel Ejiofor happening to... to yeah. Chiwetel. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. Edgio- yeah. Don't you teach me how to speak. I'll, <laughs> I'll take you to school. <laughs> Look, I only know how to pronounce it because Charlie loves saying his name. Hey, Chiwetel. <laughs> like... That's not how you say his name. That's, not That's offensive. <laughs> That's not okay, Charlie. Isn't that okay? What is so funny? Anyway, so yeah, you got you got Chiwetel Ejiofor, Ejiofor, and then Tandy Newton. Tandy, Dan- huh? Tandy Newton. Is that you? Don't it's not you? Don't pronounce the H. It's Tandy. What about the Newton. W at the end? There's a W back there. Where? It's T H A N D I W E. So it's Tandy. No, you don't. You don't pronounce that either. Okay, so just Tandy Newton. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not telling you that with any authority. Uh-huh. I, but I've heard other people mention her name, mm-hmm. and they've called her Tandy Newton. Okay. Anyway, I don't. I don't think you're supposed to say. Oh no. I I see the pronunciation. It's Tandy Way. Tandy Way. Okay, but everybody Tandy-way. just calls her Tandy. All right. No, I, I don't know. Well, probably. I've but. heard her name pronounced as Tandy Newton, so that's why I thought it was Tandy Newton. And so, well, yeah, it people. Is. I think most people just say Tandy Newton. Okay. Anyway, all right. Back to 2012. Now I mean back to Moonfall. What you're done with 2012 already? Well. I'm just saying that there's clear comparisons. Like he's made this movie before so far, right? Okay, but, well. But you're telling he goes to space. This is the a man qualified for the job, as opposed to John Cusack, which is just an, a bystander. 
Well, he does go back to space, but honestly, they they get to the point where they probably would have taken anyone who knows how to uh-huh. drive an ATV. <laughs> Because okay. it's like they really get down to the wire, and uh-huh. they don't have options, and they're like, "We got to try something. Well, uh-huh. At least we got a couple astronauts. Let's send them up." <laughs> we got, we got, we got a guy. <laughs> we got a guy. Oh, but you know what? That guy brings with him mm-hmm. the uh, actor who plays Sam. Yeah, I think in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, but he's, he's he, the conspiracy theorist, right? He plays a that. full on. Flat Earther conspiracy theorist. Not mm-hmm. really Flat Earther, but like yeah. that Comparable. level of conspiracy. Yeah. But he... There's a reason that um, Patrick Wilson brings brings him. It's uh-huh. because he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's one of those super educated conspiracy, conspiracy. theorists. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but, okay, but where do you stand on disaster movies? I mean, I haven't seen... I think 2012 might be the last disaster movie I saw. And and that was it for me. Like, I, I only... Which re- came out in 2009. Came out 2009, so a long-ass time ago. More than... Two, more than 10 years ago, right? I did not see San Andreas, right? Another disaster movie. Oh, you're missing out. Chief Gaines? You didn't see Chief Gaines? Did not see it. Did not see it. Um... I take yeah, it then you're not a big disaster what? movie guy. Not really. I mean, how many more are there? There's a lot, right? Like, let me. There's tons of them. Did you see Day After Tomorrow? I did, but that came out before. So yeah, disaster movies. I've probably seen most of them. I do, it's not something I usually like bring up. But I think thinking about it, I really mm-hmm. do enjoy them. Okay, so there's there's a list of the top 100. You know, I have not seen all of Twister. I haven't seen <gasps> all of it. How? I don't know. Did I've you seen... stop at, what, Philip Seymour Hoffman? No, it's just on TV. That was it. It was on TV. Oh, and I walked by the Josh. TV and that's how Next I Next time saw you it. come over, we're watching Twist. <sighs> I don't want to. Dude, watch. actually though, today is March the uh-huh. 22nd. Yes. Serena sent me a video from a friend of hers who's got the video from her brother uh-huh. in Montebello, which isn't that far from you. There was a tornado. Oh. The guys at work were saying that. I'm like, we don't get tornadoes. There's too many fucking mountains. So it's like, that I saw it. I saw the video. There's, goddamn it. It's not a full on like, uh-huh. you know, ripping roofs off. But yeah. it there was like debris swirling in the sky. That's, goddamn it. Did you want? I'll, you know what? I'm gonna send you the video. You can send me the video later. Yeah. Do you want to go? Um. Okay. So I'm looking yeah. at this list of disaster movies. Apparently, uh, Battle Los Angeles is considered a disaster movie, right? Okay, wait. Yes, but do you consider alien movies disaster movies? I mean, this list does. Do do you have you seen them all? It is, you, it is a disaster. Them? I've seen Battle of Los Angeles. That is that movie is a disaster in many ways. But in terms of the destruction going on, it is an alien invasion, right? Are you cre- are you what? Are you are you did you mean did you is there a double entendre there? Did yes, you mean? Th- that's why I said in many ways. 
okay. disaster disaster movie, right? It's like one not a great movie, but it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's fine. Well, that I think that's is there ever has there ever been a truly like a, just a an incredible a great disaster movie? They all kind of are just a little fun and bad. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Dawn of the Dead is considered is on this list for some reason. War of no, the see, I wouldn't yeah. consider. I think zombie movies are their own thing. You can't uh-huh. really. Yeah. Okay, let me say this. Oh, the Na- core. I did not see the core. <laughs> <gasps> Josh, the core. I have not seen the core. I remember the. I remember the core. Never seen the core. You haven't seen the core. That might be very comparable to this film. I think. Aaron feel. Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Stanley right. Tucci. Oh, uh-huh. Hilary Swank. Dilroy Lindo. Swank, that's right. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. What else is there? Um, oh, okay. Attack but the Block is, is not Hillary a disaster Swank movie. Hot. Um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then that, that's an Office reference. If you're no, I thinking I'm it, a no. weirdo, I didn't get it. No, sorry. I've I've, <laughs> I've been asked that question before. And I think maybe every time I've been asked that, it was an Office reference that I didn't get. <laughs> It was an entire B story of uh-huh. an episode of The Office. Uh-huh. So okay. that's probably why it's come up before. Yeah. Okay. So oddly enough, Armageddon is number 34 on this list. Right? But as we've discussed, this list sure. is not um, accurate because it has zombie movies on it. Well, and no. Then... I Okay. Let me, let me say then, mm-hmm. I'm talking about natural disaster movies. Yeah. Because yeah, zombies a... and aliens, I get. I think you would call supernatural disaster movies. Uh huh. So then, we're talking. Yeah, the thing is I, on. I this. don't know. Yeah, the thing is on I, this list, and then. Yeah. I, I don't I know. Th- when I think of disaster movies, I think of 2012, Day After yeah. Tomorrow, like mm-hmm. world-changing, like Ice Age events kind of thing. Like that's yeah. I, I like those. Let's see here. There's uh ants. Ants, 1977, in an oh. old-fashioned lakeside hotel targeted for purchase by an unsavory gambling concedo promoter and situated next to a construction site is attacked by an army of poisonous ants. That's the whole plot. That's natural, I've right? I've never once heard of that. It's an old movie. It's 1977. So, let's see here. The Crazies, The Mist. Would you consider The Mist? No, it's supernatural, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. And then was that see. one the Mark Wahlberg one? No, that one is Tom uh, Thomas Jane. Tom, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Tom, I have seen that one too. But yeah, that's the, that's the happening. The happening is the. <laughs> Why do the they Wahlberg. give them the stupidest names? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't fucking name it. Like it's fucking all right. There's oh, there's the stand. Rise of the Planet of the Apes is on this. King Kong. Yeah, I think they're just they, they ran out of movies for disaster movies, so they just added more genres onto it. Let's see here. Because they well, put that, signs on that's this. That's fine. But yeah. we're What do you think of natural disaster movies? I think they're okay. Like, yeah. Like I understand like it's literally man versus nature or human versus nature, you know? Like, that's one of the archetypes of, of storytelling. And it's... So, if you really think about it, it's just a core, one of the simplest... Going back to one of the simplest forms of storytelling 
there is, man versus nature, and what it forces upon man, like the challenge of nature, you know? God, now I'm I just talking want to talk my about ass. the core. <laughs> we can talk about the core. You haven't seen oh, it. Oh, what about Final Destination? Would you consider that a disaster movie? Is there like a supernatural curse in that one? Rains for a trip to Europe when he suddenly has a premonition of... Oh, okay, yeah, it is supernatural. It's, yeah, because it's the premonition that triggers the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But instead he is thrown off of the plane along others. But the plane actually crashes after they get off. Weeks later, one of the survivors mysteriously dies. You've, okay. Have you not seen Final Destination? I've No, I've not. I've not oh. seen not seen any of them. And so... Those ones, those get kind of, well, yeah. they they from the beginning, all of them, they're kind of, uh-huh. it's it's almost like their own genre, like it's very specific. Mm-hmm. They're they're good, they're fun. I think that's kind of what we're getting at. The point is, these movies, there's never been a really great one, mm-hmm. but they're entertaining. It's yeah. like a big action movie. It's a big action movie. Nature is the enemy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So 2012, I did like 2012. I'm not saying I didn't like 2012, right? It's just like, I don't know. They do seem kind of corny, right? That's that's all I'm saying. That's kind of a part of it. Yeah. Because what else would you get if you made an ultra realistic Mm -hmm. end of the world movie? Very get Yeah. You'd get rioting, looting, not rioting. You'd get looting and death Mm -hmm. and depression. Yeah. It would be pretty sad. What was that one movie with, um, was it Jennifer Lawrence and uh, something about the end of the world? Did you see that? Um, are you talking and, about the one with uh, Steve Carell? Because there's, no. one, there's one, Steve Carell and uh, Kira Knightley, I believe. It's Finding a Friend for the End of the World. That's one movie. I recognize that name, but that's not no. it. So you said Jennifer Lawrence. There's one where she did with Chris Pratt where they're on a spaceship called Passengers. I have that on my list because I'd like that movie. I, you know what? Honestly, that's just my weakness for sci-fi. I love mm-hmm. anything that takes place on a big spaceship. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm talking about... Right. It, Let me look Timothy up Chalamet was in it. Mr. Chalamet himself. Timothy... Chalamet. 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 So, all about Wonka. He's going to be in Wonka. So, previous... Wonka. Let's see here. Trent Reznor, Intergalactic, Bones and All, Don't Look Up. Oh, Don't, don't look, look Up. Don't Look Up. Don't, don't look, look Up. up. Yeah. That was it. That's the one. Okay. And Jonah Hill, that's right, he was it. Oh, and Leo. It was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. The, that was kind of a satire on the... Yeah. End of the world movie, an apocalypse yes. movie, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of it makes me think of that movie when in, you know we're talking about well, disaster movies kind of have to be corny. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Was I this an Adam McKay movie? See that? No, I didn't see. Look, don't look up. Because they get the dep- like Adam McKay, like his his stuff is like, um. Well, it's not true. It's not that I don't like Adam McKay. It just seemed. More comical, even though, like... Because the whole point of that movie, Don't Look Up, I feel like was to not only take the disaster movie, but then really comment on, like, modern politics and modern news, right? Because 
in modern government like it's the whole fucking movie's crazy uh, and it's yeah <laughs> like I'm, i think i'm looking at clips right now from meryl streep was the president yeah and, and she just decided no we're not going to take this seriously because mm-hmm. that you know that that's a bad bottom line bad yeah. for business yeah and i think that's the whole and that's the sad thing about it like it get it gets really depressing I think the concept for me is really depressing because of that. How I think it's comically, dealing yeah. with the depression involved. Yeah. I think it is, but I'm not sure. Like, I really liked Vice. I think Adam McKay did Vice, right? Um, I hope oh. I'm right about that. Adam McKay, he did yeah, Now, he did see, Vice. that's what I thought Roland Emmerich would look like. What? <laughs> Like have like you, Adam McKay. Have you seen Adam McKay? <laughs> I've seen that. I'm looking at a photo of Adam McKay. You thought I to be to be fair. Yes, I thought Roland Emmerich would look closer to Adam McKay. No, yeah, I was just saying for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you were talking about. Yeah, but uh, have you seen Vice? We should. I'll probably do an episode on Vice because I love that movie. Such a good movie. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie. Oh, that one. It's yeah. the Dick Cheney movie. The Dick Cheney movie. Such a good movie. With with Chubby Christian Bale? Yeah, Chubby Christian Bale. I and... didn't see that, but I did for the first time recently mm-hmm. watch um the the Psycho Murder movie. The Psycho Murder movie. Oh, American the... Psycho. American Psycho, yeah. Yeah. It was good. I yeah. I get it. I get the hype. <laughs> yeah, it's Oh my god, that's such a weird movie. But it's weird, but I get why it was so popular. Oh yeah. All right, but yeah, Adam McKay. Yeah, Batman don't look does up. Does kill people. Batman does kill people. That Batman does. And so, uh, I t- I sort of want to watch Don't Look Up now because I want to see how it ends. That's what I I really want to <laughs> see. You should. It, it yeah. was good. It was. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I feel. I'm pretty sure it came out. Right in the middle of the pandemic, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was just so appropriate. Yeah. And I remember watching it. I think it it just came out on streaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, he directed episodes of Winning Time as well? That son of a bitch. Executive, oh, he's the executive producer. And then... he also was the other co-writer of Stargate. Was he? No. <laughs> you bastard. Completely different body of work. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, he yeah, director of one episode, probably the first episode of Winning Time. That's also a good show. Pro- I should probably finish it so we can talk about it. Because very good. But yeah, what else can we say about the disaster movie? The it's about man and boy, his son. Well, I mean, yeah, most of those stories will try to humanize a little bit, try yeah. to give you a little plot. Does the sun make it onto the spaceship? No. No? Okay. That's probably good. How could he? He's the reason the father keeps fighting. <laughs> to save his son on, on Earth. You're telling me the moon doesn't kidnap his son? It tries. It tries? God damn it. Because I remember <laughs> the I remember the trailer for the, for Moonfall and at a certain point it's just like the moon is hollow. And it's <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Hey, what? it's not hollow. It's a mega structure. It's a mega structure. Now, I thought previously thought, what the hell? What the fuck is going on in this movie? What? 
But now that I know that Roland Emmerich wrote Stargate, not just the first movie, but the TV shows, the multiple TV shows, now that all makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Because that shit is, that is a Stargate plot. That's what that is. Yeah. Oh my god. Now I I have to, okay. I'm not that well versed in Stargate. I have to watch it now. Media. Yeah. But I've seen the original movie a few times. I have to. Yeah. We have to do a whole episode on Stargate. Oh no! Yep, whole episode on Stargate. All of it, the movie, the TV, the three TV shows. Yeah, there's just it's all too many TV shows. It came to an end. It came to an end. It all wrapped up nicely for the most part. I did not finish the third series, Stargate Universe. That one was depressing. But, um, like, people, some people grew up with Star Wars, other people grew up with Star Trek, and then there's a minority who, you know, lived off the sci-fi channel and grew up with Stargate, SG-1. And there's some who grew up with Spongebob. Uh, uh, most people our age, and a lot of Zoomers grew up with, with Spongebob. Right, that's yeah. that's not a minority, right? No one talks no, I, about Stargate okay. at the cons. Nobody. That's true, but there. I I mean, you you put it in an interesting frame. Mm-hmm. It's like the the big mega sci-fi. Yeah. IPs. It's like yeah. D- depending on when you grew up, you probably focused on one of these. Like mm-hmm. for us, or at least for me, mm-hmm. Star Wars was the biggest one. But like my dad, he was born in the '60s. He yeah. obviously Star Trek was big. Yeah, not that he's a big Trekkie, but it's just like I I've heard him talk about it, and he has fond memories, and he has some a, mm-hmm. a connection to, uh, you know, the original series. And that even though I think he still likes Next Generation better, I always catch him watching Next Generation when he's watching Star Trek. Again, it's like part of just part of his cultural catalog, you know. Like, I'm sure that was just something he happened to watch because it was on TV and it's close to his interests, right? Like, yeah, for but, me, but what's up? What I was saying is that doesn't apply to everyone, though, because no, there's just some people who aren't in a sci-fi, who aren't nerds like us. That's true. But like people. So how do we classify them as the others, the muggles? Yeah, sure. Muggles, casuals, whatever <laughs> you want to call them, right? Like it's like my mom, right? My mom's not nerdy she's not she's always been cool a cool person she's always been cooler than me frankly it's but your mother is wonderful but she loved star trek enterprise she loved that show she watched it every week when it came on tv i remember i remember her watching star trek enterprise and she doesn't watch she doesn't like go back and watch them Right, she she doesn't watch the original Star Trek. She doesn't watch Next Generation. She just really liked Enterprise for some reason. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't. Do, she just she just enjoyed it. She enjoyed Enterprise, and I think I think I tried to get her get her into some of the newer shows, and she doesn't. It's not really her thing. But at the time when Enterprise was on, she just watched the shit out of it every week, and she watched all the reruns. Sure, that was why it. not? Yeah. And then, well, that's another thing. Star mm-hmm. Trek has so many shows; it's yeah. got so many variations. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that. There's a couple shows now. What's the current one? 
There's one on CBS, and then there's also an animated show. So the, there's the Lower Decks. That's the Lower animated Decks. show. That's the animated show, right? Which I don't yeah. know anything about. Um, but I imagine I imagine it's just like, oh, the, the B crew, you know? The Lower Decks. The advent- What happens yeah. on the Lower Decks? Um, but yeah, there's, there's the animated show. Then there is uh, Star Trek Brave New Worlds. Yeah, I think, yeah. Or Strange New Worlds, something like that. Which is more of like classic Star Trek. Like going to new worlds, right? It very much is classic Star Trek. It's, it's like a prequel. It's another prequel to the to the original series, so to speak. It's a prequel? Yeah. So like it's Captain Pike, well, who's before Captain Kirk. And Spock right. is Spock is aboard. Oh, wait, no. Is what am I thinking of then? There's a current one that's like currently, or at least like you're, th- in the you're last probably few thinking years. of like Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. That was it, yeah. Which that is was the ending, big one. which is ending with its fifth season, which is really good. Huh. Like I would give that show a whole episode of this podcast, like just Discovery, because Discovery is quite good. I need to catch up on it. I think I'm a season and a half behind, or two and a half seasons behind. But and there's also Picard. Mm, that's true. There's Picard, but like that's gonna end on its third season. Um, I don't know. Like I couldn't really get into Picard. It's I I haven't watched it. I I don't really watch that much Star Trek. I would say Picard is not like Next Generation. It's more like it's more like one of the Next Generation movies. Where they go on like this very like big adventure, like it's not a monster. Of the it's not like a Planet of the Week episode show. It's that's mm-hmm. what Strange New Worlds is, or Brave New World. Let me fucking Google this. Jesus Christ. Okay, so there is one called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Yeah, Strange New Worlds. That's um, it's Captain Pike who's before Picard. Like, Ohura is just a, not even a lieutenant yet. She's just a cadet. And, like, it's very mm-hmm. early. It's a prequel, very close to what it is. But the interesting thing about this one is that Pike knows when he's going to die because of events that occur in Star Trek Discovery. And so he's like the, he's the captain of the Discovery in season two of Star Trek Discovery. And then after he exits that show, he gets his own show, which is Strange New Worlds. And but because of events in Discovery, which were really good, uh, he now knows his his when he's going to die, and he knows how. And it was like a horrific vision of the future. I mean, that's kind of just a thing with Star Trek. There's yeah, a lot of there's some premonitions, time travel, yeah. kind of stuff. There's, That's I, not. I just love Discovery. Discovery is so good. I never got into it. We, yeah. uh, I See, hardly got. I, I watched the, <laughs> the Chris Pine movies. Yeah, I would honestly I, like. I know maybe sometimes people say this too much, but like I might say too much. I think you can skip season one. Like, you can probably skip season. Never. One. Let Let me. I'll never skip a season one. So Star Trek Discovery, does it have Michelle Yeoh in it? It no it doesn't. That's probably racist. Um what is this lady's name? <laughs> it is Michelle Yeoh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's in one of the shows, right? Yeah, she's, she's in, in Discovery. 
She's in Discovery, and she is like a reoccurring character, and there's multiple versions of her, and it's very interesting. But like she, like if you want to watch season one, season one's not that bad. Like it's not by no means terrible. Um, and Michelle Yeoh's character is really important in season one, and then but she continues on throughout the rest of the seasons. Um, but her plotline is definitely like. It's interesting, but I don't know. I really think it gets better after season one. It gets like it's a lot better after season one because the main character of the show for Discovery is not the captain. Oh my! I should we should just do a whole episode on Discovery. I'm gonna shut up now about Discovery. I right? guess so. Oh my god! It's just so good. Discovery's so good. Uh, Jesus Christ! Okay. Bob, I don't want to talk about Discovery. Anyway. I mean, we've we've been there. We start talking about sci-fi, and yeah. I think we both like it a lot. We love sci-fi. We love sci-fi Which so is much. probably why I bothered giving Moonfall a chance. I'm the kind of person who mm-hmm. knows plenty about filmmaking. Yeah. You know, some people talk about how it ruins the experience for them, mm-hmm. but I can just turn it off. I'm just like, I'm just enjoying the dumb movie, the big yeah. dumb spectacle in front of me. Yeah, it's it took me a while to like I had to literally stop working in film to stop being annoying while watching a movie with my family. They, she looked at the mark. I saw it right in front of her when she walked in the room. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be shit like that. Or it'd be like every time like someone's cell phone comes up because I, I did lighting. Right. I did. I was a grip. And so every time someone would pick up a phone and then you see them texting I would go you know that that light's not really coming from their phone <laughs> uh, you know that grips don't do lighting they do cables and wires and rigging the gaffers handle who, lights who who moves the lights for the gaffers the gaffers don't handle lights the gaffers tell you where to put the lights right yeah but they're the ones handling the lights they know the lights they they g&e handles the, the lights. lights g&e handles the the lights and the equipment and i was in g&e i know you know you more than i do. i know the gaffer just told me what to do and i did whatever the gaffer told me to do because the gaffer <laughs> knew the gaffer you know hey yeah. what also i i i mentioned i'm watching ted lasso mm-hmm. throwback yeah. to our first episode uh-huh. our first ish episode mm-hmm there's a new season of Ted Lasso out. It's very good. I rewatched the first two seasons. Yes. And British people call coaches gaffers. Did you know this? I did not know that. That seems odd so to me. Why are we calling our lighting people on movie sets gaffers? And why are they calling their football coaches gaffers? What is a gaffer? Well, I'm not going to Google it again. Yes, I will. I will <laughs> Google it again. Um, Nonsense. You know you will. Define gaffer because there are a lot of terms in the film industry that have no discernible uh, etymology, right? So yeah, a gaffer. And like the first one is an electrician in charge of lighting on a movie or television set. Uh, right. Also, an old man or a rustic. Also, a boss or foreman. So it's multiple meanings, but then let's see here. Gaffer, et, etymology. Good thing I don't know how to. I, well, not a good thing. I good thing for auto for fucking autofill, because I don't know how to spell etymology. 
Uh, E-T-Y. E-T-Y. I did not know that. So gaffer, 1580s, elderly rustic, apparently based on the continental analogies, a contraction of godfather. Godfather, gaffer. Originally a term of respect, (laughs) also applied familiarly from old man. It was extended by 1841 to foreman and supervisor, which since carried over to early 20C to electrician in charge of lighting on a film set. So it got specific over time, but originally it's a contraction of godfather. So gaffers, the godfather, godfathers of lighting. Ah, it's a ga- gaffer eventually started to mean old man. And usually the old man was in charge. So they just called the old man in charge, shouting at you where to put the lights. The gaffer. Even though the gaffer was never the biggest person on set. Yeah. No. Interesting. But that makes more sense, right? The gaffer is not the biggest guy on set. Like you, he, the gaffer answers to the cinematographer, right? Yeah. But the cinematographer the would be the godfather. No, not necessarily, right? The the ga- the cinematographer which is, you know, one of the more coveted positions on a film set, right? They would need the wisdom of the old man in order to get the job done. Wait, no, no. There's never been a DP who went to his gaffers like, hey, man, I don't know what to do. Where should we set this up? I think so. I think there's been plenty of, of DPs who are just like, what do you think? I think a good, I think I a mean, great DP. collaboration, but. A DP- great DP has a great gaffer on call. On retainer, at all times, is my opinion. Like you need, you need somebody who works closer with the actual I f- crew. I feel like yeah, they work closely, but mm-hmm. I just I don't ever see it as like the cinematographer it looks at their gaffer as kind of like their mentor. You know, like the gaffer's like the old expert. Like, no, then they would be a cinematographer. I'm romanticizing it. That's let me <laughs> let me be theatrical here. Anyway, uh, yes, active grasping or season. Anyway, Ugh. I was also looking up etymology for grip. I didn't come up with anything because I don't know how the fuck they like. It sort of makes it. You're the grip. What do I do? You you grip that pole. You grip things. <laughs> you grip things and you carry them. I don't them. think it goes further than that. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, that's about it for that that etymology. But uh, Moonfall. I should see it just because robots and Stargate. God damn it. I didn't know. You kind of have to. Yeah, I, I feel to. like Roland really sealed the deal for you. God damn it. I knew he made that. I knew he made this, this caliber of film. I'd seen Midway. It was okay. You've seen The Patriot. I've seen The Patriot. God, The Patriot was good. It and is then, good. Classic Mel Gibson. I mean, that's probably the prime uh-huh. age for him to be a, a, a misogynist, but mm-hmm. still. he Come on, he makes good movies. So many episodes. Over 300 episodes of Stargate. God damn it. The we can title this episode. I wonder if there were any good ones. Josh's realizations. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Alright. Let's call it. Should we call it? No. No? Oh. Okay. We got time to fool. We do have time to fool. No, we can cut this one early. Yeah, we can cut this one a little early. 
just because I feel like I'm sold. I have to watch it now. Should I <laughs> should I come over and watch it? We should I should probably come over and watch sure. it. Sure. Yeah. I like we'll that movie. That. I don't yeah. know that Serena has seen it at all. I don't I feel like maybe I put it on and she fell asleep. Do we want to make her suffer? I don't want to force her. Oh no, she she doesn't have to watch with us, but it'll just mm-hmm. be there in case she wants to. Okay. That's fine. I honestly I've put her through worse. I've forced her to watch worse oh, things, boy. I'm sure. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to send us out, Matt? Too long pause there. This has been Consumed Content. Jesus. We were talking about Moonfall. It's on Netflix. Maybe on HBO. I'm sorry. I'm not scaring you. He, uh, he's He can go anytime. He's just... Yeah. Antsy. Audio listeners, he's holding his dog. One of his two dogs. He's a little doggy. Mm-hmm. Pumba. Pumba. Like space movies too. I'm sure Pumba does. Watch it on Netflix, but get it wherever you can. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us. Please, dear God, follow us. Subscribe. Our we are building. We are actually building the social media channels now. We got uh, something. We got something. We Go will. on, Josh. Tell them what the Instagram is. The Instagram, because um, because I'm in. I don't know why. I have. A, I think I know why. But um, right now the Instagram is called. Couldn't get consumed content. Couldn't get consumed dot content. Couldn't get consume underscore content. So I had to get. Consume underscore more underscore content. It's just getting worse. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to have an original name in this town. Jesus. (sighs) Sorry, I'm dropping things in the background. I'm fiddling with things off camera. Um, Yeah, that's consume more content. I'll fiddle with you off camera. Please do not. Do not. Okay, I'll do, do it not. on camera. Nope, don't As fiddle with me at all. Do not As fiddle. You command. Do not fiddle with me at all. Anyway, so we're going to that's consume underscore more underscore content for Instagram. We will get a Twitter made. Uh probably a TikTok as well. We have a TikTok. We have a TikTok. That's right. We do have Go a on, TikTok. Josh. Tell him what the TikTok is. Shit. What is the TikTok? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just consume content. <laughs> pretty sure too. I'll figure out the TikTok. God all right, damn. fine. Well, we're on YouTube mm-hmm. and Spotify and mm-hmm. a few other. Oh, yeah. We're like Google. Podcasts we didn't get Amazon, did we? We might be on Amazon. I can double check, but um, it's fine. Wherever, mm-hmm. just look us up. You'll never find us because we're so little, so not big and well known. But you'll see a red eyeball or something. You'll you'll come across us. Eighty percent of success is showing up, according to Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> and would you look up to Woody Allen? Is no, that what you're saying? No, I don't. <laughs> but I've I've been quoted that several times. Christ. All right. What what was I looking up? Our TikTok? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Hey, what's s- he got to do with this? Oh, we were talking about him. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Uh, Jesus no, Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, he didn't play Jesus Christ. He made a movie about Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Okay, Still, bye everyone. Same thing. Bye everyone. Who remembers the actor that played Jesus? You remember Mel. 
I don't remember his name, but he's the same guy from the Count of Monte Cristo, right? And then he's also from <laughs> oh, Person of Interest. I love those interest. sandwiches. You shut the, the ham f- and cheese shut fried the, in the shut dough. Shut the fuck up. All right. Person <laughs> of All right. Moonfall. Some good content. Go check it out. Okay. All right. Goodbye, everyone.